0: This episode is brought to you by Blizzard. Play Diablo 4 free during the open beta weekend. Only you can stand in the way of the forces of hell. Play free March 24th to 26th and pre-purchase for early access. Journey through the entire first act. Battle up to level 25 as all five classes. Adventure with your friends in four-player co-op. Descend into hell early during the open beta. Pre-purchase Diablo 4 now.
1: are just fucking up techn- technologically everywhere right now. Welcome to Divots and Pivots episode 19. Bro. It's
0: a little understandable, Andrew. Keep going.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the fuck just happened, honestly. <laughs> it's just well, all is over your bra- the is your brain pre- <laughs> Is your brain preoccupied? My, my brain is preoccupied. I'm coming into the show pretty pissed off tonight, so my brain is preoccupied. Uh, but regardless, uh, still do... To the normal pleasantries of Bud Copeland, welcome to the show as always, my my fantastic co-host. How are you doing this evening, Bud?
0: We're gonna. Put, I mean, I think in a minute we'll find out. All things considered, yeah, <laughs> it's hard. It, I mean, it's it's hard. To, it it's is hard. To hard. Do any,
1: yeah, it,
0: it's tough, man. I think everybody knows why it's tough. Um, but I will say this: we're we're gonna we're gonna pivot early uh, and and not for the whole time, but we're going to pivot early because we need to. Uh, And then I also want to remind everybody why we're going to pivot back. And it's because uh, sport in general was created as an escape. It was created as a, as a means of um, celebration and camaraderie and coming together and unity. And, you know, you think back to throughout history in the moments in time where sport has helped us, Uh, and it's almost always there. And so in this instance, that's what we'll be trying to focus on here. But as fathers, as parents, as like you said, humans, uh, it's pretty, it's been a pretty rough go of it there uh, the last day or so. So uh, I know, I know that kind of coming into this, it was like, all right, it's hard to say like colonial actually no it's not hard it's it's the fun i mean i can't wait to get into that
1: yes. but i think really what i'm trying the, to get
0: across is there's, there's some things, other things bigger than to...
1: sports sometimes sports plays its <laughs> role in society but there are big are things Thank bigger you. than sports such and, as you know, and, and you brought up and you brought up a good point where you were around I, don't, I know you came up from to massachusetts from florida um when did you move up here, though? Were you around for when the Boston bombing happened in Boston?
0: No. So I was actually – I was in Maine. I had just moved to Maine uh, in okay. 2013. And so then I moved down to Boston and worked worked at 501 Boylston, so right next to the Lenox Hotel. And, yes, and I, started yes, work, okay. I started working there in 2015. And I remember everybody was talking about it still because the folks I was working with, they were all in the offices. When it when it all went down, like the Boston Public Library still wasn't fully fully fixed yep. when I started working there. So I, I, I was, was working
1: a... in the city at the time with that whole manhunt and the, the, the night of that manhunt. So the night the night that uh, the older brother and I am forgetting his name right now, but the night that he shot the MIT. Police <laughs> There's officer, a reason and, for that. He doesn't deserve to be remembered. He doesn't deserve to be remembered <laughs> exactly. But the night that he shot the MIT police officer and that manhunt gun that night, I was going into work for the night shift at a hotel a block away from where he shot. Uh, the mit police officer so like i was embedded in that for sure and that was the, but what what i wanted to touch on there was that you said sports has a role to play in healing and to play in mm. uh in, in, in getting through uh, as an escape and that's what as people who were local to boston at that time um, you know poppy it some uh, uh, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say he stood up perfectly this is our fucking city and that's what you get when you come to Boston and you fuck with us is our, is our fucking city. And all I can say is to the families of the, the, the poor families of the children in Texas who have to deal with what they are going through right now. Now, from what I've heard lately, up to 18 families of children lost in that elementary school shooting, that is your fucking city. That is your fucking family. him. Fuck him. I don't care about the media, the news, calling him a man because he is an 18-year-old person. Age doesn't matter at that point. He is a cowardice little fucking boy who is pathetic, who needs to be shamed. He does not deserve the notoriety that he wanted out of all this. He goes and kills his grandmother. He goes and shoots up a school. Fuck him. I'm sorry for my language, everybody, but fuck him. This is society. its unfucking un-fucking-acceptable to be still dealing with this shit in this country after everything we've gone through over the last, what, 10 years of school shootings, of grocery store shootings, get with the fucking program, get your shit together, act, see the signs, these people are not hiding, they are fucking lunatics.
0: That's that you you kind of nailed it right there. My sister and she loves that I'm going to drag her into a school shooting topic. But no, she's, <laughs> I'm she's sure she, she does. <laughs> she listen, she's a school administrator so I mean her and I've actually been talking about this today quite a bit. Uh yeah. and and no, but but um her po- <clears throat> The reason I was bringing her into it is because she says something to me all the time. Anytime I start to look outward, anytime I start to get critical, anytime she goes, she so. Sure. by the way, at you know, this bud's for you, Bud Copeland. That's my that's my uh, you know my my stage name. My given name is Michael. And so sometimes she'll. say I did Michael, not know
1: that. How oh, yeah, have you not Je- shared that with me up until this point?
0: Michael Jeffrey <laughs> Copeland. We'll get into Bud. It's, it's yeah, you know, what? I don't
1: I don't but, want to take away from the topic we're talking about. We'll get to that. So later. she's we'll she'll
0: she'll say to that. me this. She'll say, Michael, get your house in order first. And I'll kind of freeze and she'll say, just before you do anything, start at home and start working out from there. And the point I'm trying to make is there's, you know, there's always hand wringing. There's always pink finger pointing because everybody processes grief differently. It doesn't excuse some of the nonsense that's going to be said or done, but at the same time, um, you know, you have to have a little bit of empathy and curiosity of how others are going through this. And in doing so, it's almost like you said. This is your this is your city, folks. And so somewhere along the way, and let the news let the news come out. Let the facts come out. Let the dust settle. Let well, the they, have a, they have a they have a job about. to
1: do. They have they have information to right. get out. I get it. But They're-
0: once once it all does, we're going to find out that along the way, there's some people who I'm not. It's you can't. Nobody's responsible, but the uh, the shooter. Right. That's yes. It. And by the way, I'm with you. I don't. We don't say. Here on the Divids and Pivots show, we do not say uh, the names of the shooters. We refer to them no. either as shooter or a piece of shit. Or so criminal. We don't, so look,
1: you go after kids. You are not right. doing nothing but looking for notoriety. And there's I am not going to give you. Dude, there's a special I am not place, gonna, in, yeah. look, special place in hell. Yeah. Look, even people who are part of groups that that wish hate on other groups in this world oh yeah Draw no, the line yeah. at kids you go after kids i'm sorry when you can but you unify new, certain
0: certain mongrels in yes, other regards you against a new you a
1: piece of shit in my dictionary so my and point was not this
0: person okay you, you said it you, you said it earlier this is their city so somewhere along the way and this person's not responsible but hopefully they'll come forward or they'll say something later to say you know what he oh, said he's this or he <laughs> no, 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 I know the shooter's dead. I'm saying oh, okay. I'm saying I'm saying somebody in the community could have started you oh, were talking you. about you. like the signs are there, these people are not yes, hiding. Yes. And so you know it is it, it takes this different kind of courage to raise your hand or say I think something's wrong over here, because yes. there's a stigma with also false accusations, unfortunately, which is a thing as well. So, you know, saying like I heard so and so say this and it made me nervous, FBI comes knocking. That all seems con- conceptually scary to people. But let me ask you this, when the local cops come knocking for a different reason, you know, it, 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 and I'm not, I don't want us to turn into a society. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, I'll, like, I'm a 1984 kind of like, uh, <laughs> oh, let's not get there. You know, God, man, let's not go that direction. I'm a, I'm a free wielding son of hippies who also believes that the only reason we're here successfully is because we have had a quasi stable system of government. Not perfect. Quasi stable. You look at the history of democracies; yes. those are both in political science. I'm not saying I'm an expert in subtle flex there. Yes, I'm one of those people. Somebody in the tweets going to be like, "Oh, you're one of those guys. You have your degrees on your wall. You're damn right, I do. I'm proud." You, you, but anyways, you paid for
1: it. You earned it. You hang it on a my, fucking wall.
0: <laughs> I will. I'll be the first one to say it. My dad paid for one. I paid for the other. I'm not ashamed there, of it either. There's nothing wrong but with that. Throughout history, we've been the most stable because we do have this the, the, this government that says, "Okay, you do you," but don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's just not nice. We all agree on that. Right. So that balance has to live and I don't want it to turn into a police state or people afraid of their neighbors and start. I think it's, it's much more about starting to, this is going to sound so cheesy, but cliches exist for a reason, starting to focus on the things that unite us more than the things that divide us such as sports. And I will say this, I'm, 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 first time I've been on a pedestal in a long time. I'm not a short guy. I don't need them. I'm a very confident man. I stand tall and with my chest out, but I'm going to get on a pedestal for a second and encourage everybody in the sports industry to start thinking in terms of what sports are supposed to be for. And I'm not going to tell corporations or industries, whether or not they should paint courts or say, say slogans or do this. Maybe, maybe the lesson we've learned is, Hey, companies and corporations, you shut your effing mouths, but let your players speak, let your individuals speak because individuals can speak for themselves Not everything that, you know, a player does for an organization on his own represents the organization, vice versa. But maybe if maybe some of these teams start coming out and saying, you know what, fuck it, wherever you want on your shorts, wherever, whatever you want there. Now, that being said, we're going to ask you to stand for the anthem and do this. Make some compromises back and forth. Cut these players loose. Let them express themselves and that way. You can still cheer for your team. I can love the blank without subscribing to that person's politics because yeah. it's been made clear from the team that we're going to let all of our players speak for themselves. And also that goes to these coaches and these leaders in the locker room. Of And by the way, if you talk to players and athletes, sorry, shouts Piper. Um, if you talk to players and athletes, they'll tell you that shit doesn't creep into the locker room. It, no, I mean, it doesn't. It, 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 it might exist in group chats or meeting rooms in the morning. But it's look, they're living time, in a
1: di- They're to an extent. They're living in a different world than the rest of mm, us. You know what I mean? I mean? And, and, and what, what it comes down to. not a bad way, just a different way, be, like you're saying. But there should be no circumstance where someone is scared to root for a team that they are passionate about because they are worried because one player said one thing about something they didn't agree about. That is not what sports was created for. Sports were created to release energy, to bring people together. I mean, you look back at when, you know, what we could say sports probably started back with the Athens, the Greeks, the the medieval times, whatever. It was brought to, it was created to bring people together. That's sports.
0: Celebration,
1: escape. Uh, you know,
0: like you said, getting the energy out. Uh, now has it come a long way from, I'm sorry, dude, gladiator was one of the, one of the great, <laughs> one of the last, one of the last great, like, uh, box office kind of manufactured Hollywood movies until we started going rogue and I'm not going to say, um, uh, but that's what it was. It was, you know, we've come a long way from that. I mean, God, there's sports no. out there that where they use human heads for the ball. But the circles back to the top real quick. I wanna I wanna um, I wanna tidy not tidy this up, you talk about it as much as you want. We can go all, all day. But the point being is I'll close use these so moments. You, you, you have the floor, sir. Yes, just careful what you wish for. Um, <laughs> use these moments, you know, to reflect, to get your house in order, to feel to feel good and comfortable with who you are and where you are in that in, in that stuff. To ensure that you're treating others with curiosity, empathy and respect um, until they give you a reason not to like the piece of shit who's now waiting somewhere in Dante's seventh ring of hell, hopefully upside down Uh, and not the good part of hell where the Kennedys are and partying. I'm joking. That's an old joke. I'm joking. No, but for all um, in all seriousness, but I, hope for that, I hope
1: this guy got fifty bullets bullet holes in him from the police. That's I saw that tweet. Well, That's I saw that
0: tweet, and I thought about it, and I kind of in some sick, twisted, sadistic, uh, quasi Hunter S. Thompson kind of way, Damn. I want to I want to find out if it was forty nine or fifty just to see if it really would piss you off. Like well, just to prove I me wanna...
1: wrong. Is that what you're out to do? Just to prove me wrong. I, I,
0: if anybody out there wants to file a freedom of information act on behalf of the divots and pivots show to just to find out, I don't even know if it would take a FOIA. You might be able just to call the corner and say, Hey, how many bullets were in this guy? Um, I'm sure oh, would, God,
1: there'd man. be plenty of people who are involved who would be willing to give that information.
0: Guaranteed, and, on, and only here on Belly at Media will you get us a, a nice pivot from how many bullets were in his body to this week. We got the Colonial coming to you, uh, yes. and we will call it the Colonial. I'm sure the Charles we will, Schwab challenge. That's what me
1: and you keep calling, it, and I'm fine with it, honestly. But be, before we I, do that, to, to take away from the please, anger no, of, the of the start of the show, because I came out fired with anger in the show, um, and that's not who you I did. Do you want am. to, for those of you uh, joining
0: us in, in progress,
1: the show? I came out fired with spit and fire, anger, and I'm a positive person and I'm a happy person. And I don't like drama, so to, to to end out this segment and we're gonna move on with sports in a healing fashion of life. I pray that God is with the families of those children. I pray that God is with those children and those teachers who lost their lives today. I can't imagine as a father of a three-year-old and a five-year-old what this would be like to deal with. I cannot imagine. So I, I send them all my thoughts and prayers and and, and love and um, look, you have America's back and that's the bottom line. And no matter what one individual does to your town, to your community, to your society, to your family, it doesn't change what you built in your home with your love, with your family. Keep that with you at all times and you will strive. You will get through this and you will be okay in the end, no matter how tragic this was.
0: And right at the quarter hour mark, we are making our first pivot away from... That was actually... Thank you for closing that out. That was good. Yeah. I got... I Listen, I'm I'm one of those people. I, I saw I, you I live, trying I'm to turn it away. I saw you trying to turn away. <laughs> well, you start talking about the things you've built, and I'm in my own little man cave down here, and like I told you <laughs> the story about the flags, and like I got my yes. degrees up here. This is my this is my slice of pride, and then I've got like my baby monitor and stuff. So no, um, yes, no, that that was good stuff. So real quick, we got we we do need to talk about. I mean it's a golf show for crying it, out loud. It's a golf
1: show, so we gotta that, get back to golf, yes.
0: But that that deserved the attention um any that look, it got, any show
1: sport, any topic that That's, deserves it, attention. It deserves yeah. attention. It, I'll be listening. I'll,
0: I'll be, I'll be listening to see, um, there's uh, by the way, and, and this is kind of how we can move into the, into back into the sports yes, world, because I that. will be paying it. I will be paying attention closely over the next 24 hours, not in a judgmental way. In like a curious way, people I look up to uh, sportscasters and writers out there and, and just to see how they not, let me rephrase that, not how they react. Um, but yeah, how they react, not, not in a judgmental well, way, just to kind of see, because like I said, everybody processes things differently. I mean, shit, Brett Favre's yes. dad dies and everybody goes, how can he play? And it's
1: like, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's one of his greatest career games ever.
0: And afterwards it's like, you know, cause cause my dad would have been pissed at me for not playing. of Kind of one of those things. And so, you
1: know, you know, what's interesting entering the golf or because, you know, look, this tragedy happened in yeah. Texas this week and we are in Texas this week at one of the most storied yeah. Texas golf courses. Ever. Oh, oh God. You know, I didn't even put that together. And you know what? I guarantee you, you're going to see some amazing tributes from these golf courses. Look, there's one thing you can count on from golf is you can count on a heart from golfers you can count on uh, a, a representation for a community from golfers and i guarantee you, we see a ton of that this week tune into the tv coverage you're gonna see some tributes you're gonna see some amazing moments of humanity i pray and beg you to turn into this tournament this week it's gonna be something special
0: uh well for, for i mean first of all we've talked about this before there is no sport on earth that's more philanthropic than um than golf. And that's just on an average day. Yes. Uh, I agree with you. I think we're going to see something special this week as far as tributes and kind of sh- and shout outs. Um, and, 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 and God, it's, I wish we didn't have to because yeah, it's a shame we have to pivot. It's, it's a shame we have to pivot away from the PGA for anything and let alone this, because that Sunday, it deserves it. Listen, it deserves the 15 minutes that this asshole took from, from us and from our audience. So don't blame us, blame the asshole. But no, the PGA was wonderful. I will say this. I, I wanted to bring it back up because yours truly was banging the, the JT and Willie Z drum pretty hard, and there was your playoff. And you yes. did point out your uh, what, what I love about my co-host real quick. I'm going to let you all in a little pre-show chat. I'm like, I'm sitting over here. I'm peacocking. I'm like, that's right, baby. Did you see, you see who had JT and Willie Z? He's like, yeah, a lot
1: of people did, dude. I'm like,
0: listen, I'm still living in my other league, which we're going to get to in a minute. I'm still living in my other. Which
1: all credits. to uh,
0: that it's a slow transition. People out there probably be like, "I thought weren't you on tears, and now you're just be on classic." And, uh, and it's like, yes. And I'm you're still made looking of at talents. it. I just
1: made of many talents.
0: Well, you got to you you, you got to be doing, <laughs> uh, you got to diversify that portfolio, son. But I did have a pretty decent week over in the uh, the That's other league. Uh, and my boy Justin, who runs that league, and I think I've talked about it before. It's actually it's pretty fun. There's I, yeah. 28, 29 of us or something like that. Uh, he gave he gave the divots and pivots crowd uh, a little shout out. He kind of he was like, wow, because this is my second third place finish. I didn't win because somebody else out there had um, J T. Willie Z. and then yeah, uh, yeah, somebody else. And they had the
1: two or three top guys. Yeah, I saw I saw the yeah the, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: But but they did. He did give me a big picture thirty thousand foot view shout out that says." Uh, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe we should all start listening, and that's good advice, kids. Everybody should listen to the Divots and Pivots podcast. I shouldn't have said kids, though, because yes. there's that little E next to our podcast because we say yeah, fuck yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. but it's not well, gratuitous. Well, it's not like Eddie version
1: I think I've already crossed my where right now, now when we post it to YouTube. I have to select explicit content because I said a lot of in the first 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> I, I went a little hard on the, on the explicit. Explicits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no that's that, that that, that's acceptable but yes yeah, sunday was uh sunday was a treat and and we're yes. gonna see another treat this week another perry maxwell layout but southern hill's freaking delivered man my, i yeah. Nito, Mito, Mito. Yes, oh my
1: he's he's hot right now he's yeah. he's 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 burning he's moving right now and you brought up perry maxwell you know the word is from the tours that this is going to become a regular as far as like so you know everyone knows to start the season with the cat the west coast swing and then we move over to the, the early spring, Florida spring, and before all of that, we got the Hawaiian swing. There's swings in golf where there's groups of t- tournaments uh, on similar courses, in similar areas early on in the season uh, because it makes sense weather-wise. They are now saying that this is going to become a regular of the Perry. Uh, I'm sorry, Perry just, the Perry
0: Mac the Perry Maxwell on the plains kind of you know, Perry Maxwell tour.
1: swing. This is now going to be the Perry Maxwell swing uh, in in Texas. And if you are having a hard time hearing me, I apologize. I forgot my power cord for my microphone this week, and I am traveling for work. Uh, so I do apologize for that. Uh, but I'm sure my, my fantastic co-host buddy here has plenty of words to cover up from my, <laughs> <laughs> from my, my lack of uh, clarity.
0: <laughs> well, it's not even just the words that I've got. We've got, you know, we've got more than words. More than words is a great song. And now I'm blanking on who sings it. Um, uh,
1: you, I'm going to look that up right now because you know what? That's uh, That sounds familiar to me as well. More um, than
0: words. But anyways, no, we are back in Texas. And extreme, I think really
1: extreme cool. sang that song. Thank you. There but
0: we we're talking about your aforementioned Perry Maxwell Swinger. Back in Texas, another Perry Maxwell yes. track. Hogan's Alley, the Colonial, uh, yes, to the Charles Schwab Challenge Cup brought to you by blada, blada, blada. Um, but the colonial, the colonial is a Charles Schwab. The colonial is one of those tournaments where it's a classically, it's a classic trophy. It's a, it's another red jacket, although this one's like a red plaid. Um, but it's another classic tournament that I think the the modern golfer, the 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 Johnny, Jimmy, Jamie, Timmy, Tommy, Tammy, come lately, doesn't fully understand why the names, right. Well, it's swan, Swans at Samsonite. I was way off. But they might not understand why the players take this so seriously. I mean, this is, a, this is like you said, Perry Maxwell, um, we're, we're so enthralled with Pete Dye in the modern game, mostly because shouts to Pete Dye just got back from there. Uh, but also, you know, names like Tillinghouse, Donald Ross. Perry Maxwell is one of those names. But, I mean, a lot of his work is out in the Midwest, which, you know, we live in a coastal yeah. world sometimes to, to, a, to a fault. And so I think that the players are – the. This kind of Perry Maxwell, sw- did you like that? Did I just hit puberty? Uh,
1: that, that was right I wasn't there. I think live.
0: I think, <laughs> I think live. Finally, I'm turning forty later this year, and I just hit. I just hit puberty. One second. And, and you
1: said you no, were but this ball? Perry Maxwell swing. Are you sure?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this Perry Maxwell swing is going to bring a little more life back into Colonial, like it deserves. The funny thing yeah. about the tour is now um, they've they, they've set this schedule where. Almost everything is turning into, oh, man, that used to be a big deal. We still have our random yeah, right? tournaments, random tournaments that I don't know ever had kind of prestige, prestige. But things like Harbor Town, the uh, Colonial, things that are now getting sandwiched in these spots where it's like, dang, that used to be kind of a big deal. The Byron Nelson, yeah. uh, which they is still a big a, deal. They've
1: kind of taken the Tier 2 tournaments and the Tier 3 tournaments and just blended them together. When in reality, those Tier 2, two tournaments were considered like fifths and sixth majors like they were on it's, it's like that tier two the tier three range of tournaments used to be a massive difference and now they've just kind of it up. yeah so and, I, get and, your, well, I get your point completely because the Colonial we're, we're back in a but. go ahead I was just gonna say the Colonial has been around for so long it's historic it's the Colonial I mean come on
0: <laughs> I think Ben Hogan is like Ben Hogan and somebody else are the only people to ever repeat that kind of deal uh, yeah. Sorry, I just got I just derped out logging back into Fantasy National because I got kicked out for no reason. <laughs> uh, I think something happened why, in my internet. Why are you going so, back into
1: Fantasy National? Well, I got my custom sheet for us to work off of this week.
0: I actually really should just pull up the sheet. Why don't you walk us through the sheet before it's, we walk we walk a, this show off a cliff? <laughs> it's a fantastic
1: segue. But before we do that, I do want to shout out. Look, we are giving we're doing the giveaway. Uh, All right. Next Pause. Show, flag on the get... play. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa! This I is flag important. The play. This, is... Whoa. this is important.
1: We're what are you do LFA do right now. <laughs>
0: By the way, how did the final go? Was it a nail biter? Was it a barn burner?
1: Oh god, it was a blow. It was thirty-two nothing with the final score, and the refs got way too involved. There was there were scandal in sports scandal sports in the bayou. Like there was a on the call. There was a targeting call. We're talking semi-pro. It was a little rough to watch. I'm not going to lie, but the lumberjacks did come out on top it was a it was a, a pleasure to watch them all season i uh, get to that point so it was still quality football i just wish the refs didn't insert themselves so much all
0: right we're gonna do we're gonna do live on the air we're gonna do battlefield surgery on your audio whatever you did pre-show and you walked through a couple of options do that again because we're back to where we were all right and all right. if i'm real quick and thank you viewers for hanging viewers thank you listeners this one better. and viewers so much better did you not okay, hear okay. all the viewers the chat room just blew up. Everybody loves it. the reviews are oh in. my the God I'm,
1: fantastic. I'm so loved in my life I feel it
0: <laughs> now, there, now there's now now it's beautiful. all right now on with your on with your announcement.
1: Uh, yes yeah, so uh, look we got a giveaway for you this week. Uh, you go on to Twitter right now you follow at divots and pivots on Twitter uh, between now and 5 pm on Friday. Uh, for the people who follow in that time span, uh, time span on uh, next Wednesday's show, we are going to do a live giveaway. We're going to give you two packs of Canada Dips uh, CBD uh, pouches, dip pouches. If you like dip, uh, they were tobacco, uh, but you like the CBD as well, this is the nice medium ground. Uh, We're going to give you uh, some fantastic flavors This one can is going to be pina colada, which is one of the most popular brands uh, or flavors. I should say that sells out uh, pretty quick. And the other one's going to be a mint and citrus mix. Uh, So get on there, follow divots and pivots on Twitter at divots and pivots. And on Tuesday, uh, I'm sorry, not on Tuesday. On Wednesday morning at the on 10 a.m. on Tiki Live, on Rookie TV, on Apple TV, on all of our podcasts, we are going to pick the winner live uh, to to receive that package of Canada Dips. So if you're into Canada Dips, if you're into weed, if you're into CBD, uh, tobacco, <laughs> chew, and whatever, it, it look it, it encompasses so many different people who who like this are, stuff. You know,
0: are, are you a po- are you a pothead Fokker? No, actually what I was going to say is I used to dip, like I used to dip hardcore. I mean, I'm, listen, my name is Bud and I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida. So yeah, yeah you sound, I used to You sound dip. like a dip. dipper. <laughs> and um, I quit, I mean, I quit probably 10 years ago out of nowhere. Just, I, I, I so I used to do it a lot on road trips sure. up to Maine, back and forth in Florida. And I just quit one day. I was like, oh, it's kind of gross. That said, I have an oral fixation bad, <laughs> of yeah, course yeah. you do. Um and so, like, I'm always bite chewing on my lip, or that's, that's why I always that's have our, a drink.
1: That's our next T-shirt. <laughs> on the, it is. It is.
0: Uh, these guys, these CBD pouches, golf course. That's where actually I have a I have a pal- I have a thing of them in my uh, in my golf yes. bag because I'm getting old, and the CBD for the pain is wonderful and better yes. on, than you know the ibuprofen for my liver. So that's what I was about. That's what I was getting to is. I don't even dip anymore. I don't even like it. You were talking about that. as like, I just and during a golf These are nice, all...
1: simple pouches. They're easy to do. Yep. They're tobacco-free. It's straight CBD Thank you flavor. For... It's yeah. perfect. It's perfect to go. Like so go sucking and on a snow cone. So go and check out. Uh, um, sucking on a snow cone. <laughs> you just threw me off of that comment. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> just, go and check out CanadaDips.com. Use, uh, use the discount code BellyUp20. Uh, you'll get ten, per, uh, twenty percent off. I'm sorry, you'll get twenty percent off your order. And like I said, if you go on and follow at Divots and Pivots on Twitter, you'll be entered into the giveaway to re- to receive two free cans, uh, uh, once again of Pina Colada and then of Mint and Citrus. So that's a hot take right there for you. Get in on it. Follow us on Divots and Pivots. We get a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Speaking of exciting stuff, it seems yes. like a, we might as well just roll with the announcements right now before we get into the DFS. Oh, oh, God.
0: It's the, the lid is off. Just let it roll.
1: If you haven't realized here on the wow. show, if you're a regular listener, Mr. Bud Copeland is uh, a transplant to Massachusetts. I myself am a native to Massachusetts, and this year the U.S. Open is in Brookline, Massachusetts. Uh, We were unfortunate uh, to not get uh, credentials to go to the U.S. Open, but as always on this show, we are pivoting. We are going to bring you a live event at the Clubhouse in Middleton, Massachusetts. You can come out and meet us. We're going to do a live either hour and a half, two-hour show. We haven't fully decided, but we're going to be playing some golf live on the simulators. They got cornhole. They got shuffleboard. Uh, it's oh, full bar, darts, full, full restaurant. There's going to be a massive projector screen showing the U.S. Open. If you just want to come watch some golf with us for a couple hours on June 18th, that's the Saturday of the U.S. Open. Uh, if you want to celebrate Father's Day early without feeling guilty about leaving your kids behind, come out and join us at the Clubhouse in Middleton. We will be there live doing a live show. And there's going to be some giveaways. Hey, now. Not just, not just can dips. There's going to be hey some now. giveaways from uh, Piper Golf from In the Clutch Apparel as Bud's got the hat on, the pipe it had from Piper Golf, and, God, from, uh, and possibly from Pins and Aces as well. So we're going to have some fire stuff for you. Uh, there's going to be some friends of the show coming on, roasting us live as we play in a simulator. <laughs> so if you enjoy and you are looking for your opportunity to make fun of us play golf and you want us to prove it to you that we know what the hell we're talking about. Show up Listen. in Middleton Mass if you're local, or just tune into the live show on June 18th. Uh, we'll be going live around 4 30. So check us out June 18th for our live U.S. Open show. It's gonna be a ton of fun.
0: <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> this is awesome. We're your are New England hooligans for golf. How about that?
1: We were uh, you know yes, I,
0: I am what, I'm what I call I'm what I call born-again New England. I married a Maynard. Uh, I, I first spent my first summer up here in 2002, and I never went back because I found out there's a place where you can wear a sweatshirt in the summertime, and that made me excited. <laughs> but, uh, it's yes. the simple things in life. So speaking of, we, uh, that's the U.S. Open. That's going to be in a couple weeks. And actually, before yes. we get to the Colonial and, and start going through our tears, I was out at Logan Airport last Friday. Uh, in my future former nine to five, I was out there meeting about the, there's a certain lot that they normally give to summer camps where they can park their buses and their vans while they're waiting to pick up campers. Yes, that way yes. you don't have to try to t- play the rat race of picking them up at the curb. Well, if
1: you ever come to Boston, Logan, Fits right in with the oh. same, uh, street patterns. It's a, it's a It's
0: nightmare. awful. They're doing, they're doing some good. They're actually. So by the way, I got like a VIP tour of from the operations director of all the logistical changes. Wait, and it was did, really did you of,
1: see the new terminal? Were you? Did you get a tour of the yeah. new terminal? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. So, so whose terminal is that? Kind of, I, now I'm just curious. Who's like what airline? Wait, is are you talking about
0: Terminal right? B? So the new
1: one that the, they built, the, the the UFO looking one that's red right now. No, that... I
0: did not get to. No, no, no oh, I did not okay, get to okay. go up there. This was this was straight ground ground operations and transportation. But the reason okay, that okay. he had to he had to show me around and we had to find a new lot for the the, the summer camps is because we were talking about like the two hundred courtesy vehicles that are coming in uh, for all the players for the U.S. Open. That that's yes. where they're going to be stored. That's where they're going to pick same them up. Weekend. And so same weekend and and uh, but actually, fun fact, the. <laughs> the like the player players if, you, if you're flying into an fpo you're not flying into logan if you're not flying commercial you yeah, know what I'm talking yeah, about. yeah there's actually there, yeah. there's a i want to say it's a hanscom air force base is where those folks are coming so, so out
1: hanscom of. is probably the closest one that the private planes are going to come into yeah uh, no that's what you said that's where they're going to come got, in and out of yeah that makes the most sense um, fun fact, that's where my, my, the golf league I used to be a part of was at Hanscom Command Force Base. So I used to be hitting shots and seeing those plane those private planes flying. So that was a fun time. But yeah, so the, the, the name, the big names will be uh, flying into there for sure. That makes a lot of sense. I have dust piling up on my, um, DFS picks over here. Oh geez. Yeah. Let's, you know, we're at the, we're at the halfway point here of the show. Let's get into some DFS picks because D- I- DFS picks. I am sorry for leaving this out there. Um,
0: that's a silent.
1: It, it is what it is tonight.
0: <laughs> it is what it is. That's true. That is true.
1: No, um, real quick, why don't you? You already talked about
0: what your model uh, is before. What are some of the factors yes, in your yes. model this week? I'm, I'll am i go real quick. We'll try to hammer through this. And I'll, Mine's really kind of cliche and simple, but another Perry Maxwell, just like last week,
1: yes. uh, approaches
0: and putting. Approaches and putting. And we saw yep. that. We That's saw that Texas Southern for Hills. You. That's Texas golf for you. You know, I mean, definitely got to get in the fairway. But even if you're not in the fairway, get it on the green and get it in as quick as possible. So approaches and fairways for Boudreaux. What's in your model? What is the what's in the magic
1: sauce this week? So here's the thing. I can I can uh, I can look in the mirror and I can admit when I have uh, had a, a slow patch. And over the last few weeks since the matches when I had a very successful Masters, uh, I've been pretty ice cold with my picks. Uh, so what I've done for all of you who are listening right now is I've gone in and I have adjusted the way I do my model. I've gone back to uh, the way that we did it pre-masters where we had success. Um, and we're going back to that now. So this week in my model, uh, we are looking at stroke teams approach. Like you said, we're looking at good drives gained. Uh, we're looking at par fours between 350 and 450 and approach shots between 125 and 150. And, of course, like you said, strokes game putting because that's what Perry Maxwell brings to us in Texas. you got to be able to finish your, uh, finish your hole off and, and score some points. Um, so fun fact is that this uh, – I believe I read that this tournament has – at this course – has only ever finished better than minus 15, I think, once in the last, like, 10 years, something like that. I might have the number of years wrong, but basically what we're looking at is we're probably looking at the final score for the winner here, somewhere around that uh, 9 under the 13 under range. Uh, so we're going to want some birdie makers. We're gonna, you're going to need to make those Plus, You're going to need to put yourself in position. Uh, so for all those reasons, I'm picking all the stats that keep us out of the rough, that keep us out of the traps, that keep us out of trouble in general because we need to play smart golf this week.
0: Are you better at picking the stats or
1: actually staying out of the rough in the traps?
0: I'm sorry. That's a low blow. That's a <laughs> it's, low look, blow.
1: I am better at picking than playing, for sure. So, And I know exactly I, what he's trying to lead me into right here. So I did play a round of 18 on Friday with my father. 30 seconds um, for
0: you, 30 seconds for me, because I want to brag.
1: Let's go for it, because I don't want to brag, because I, <laughs> I had one of – my worst rounds of golf in my golf playing, you know, "quote unquote" career ever. You gotta have uh, the, this this past Friday. Um, I think I shot. I oh, what was my final score? I think my final score was one thirteen. I think I texted you, um, and that was and it was with like forty one putts or something like that. Like it was pretty brutal. I only hit two fairways. Forty one putts, dude. I could not get off the tee for the life of me. I was, you know what it was? It was all the basic stuff you learn as a kid when you start playing golf. It was, I was picking up my head. I was slicing the ball. It was all the basics went out the window for me. And it was brutal to play. It was brutal to watch. But in the spirit of golf, I had a fantastic day on, on a fantastic weather day with my father. And it was. I was going to say, it, weren't you with your old man? What? I was. And what what more can you ask for? You have a day out on the course with your father on a beautiful day. It doesn't matter what you shoot at that point. It's fucking golf, people. Let's get out there and enjoy it. That's what golf was created for. So I did not play with my old man. I was playing in a league, so it was competitive. So
0: it did matter what I shot and your boy (laughs) delivered. No. Um, Personally, I shot 73. I was happy with it. I lowered my putts from 41. Uh, which not, I'm not making fun of you. That was my, no, no, I know. I Believe me, 41 Everybody, putts
1: is pretty standard there's, for me. <laughs> there's,
0: people in, there's people in the Indianapolis airport who know that I had 41 putts at that mass <laughs> open qualifier. So anyways, I went out to my local track with my, with the, with the boys and actually my, me and my partner took home the best ball gross. We shot a 69 gross best ball Took them first go. there. And then I had four, four more birdies on the day. And one of them landed in the birdies birdie, uh, pool for skins <laughs> So Fantastic. I am now plus 160 on the year. I'm, I'm, and, and like I'm, you said earlier in happy the show, with how you, it's
1: going. You've, you've been crushing a lot of different areas of golf. Cause like you said earlier in the show, you've been crushing your, your other league, as you like to say.
0: It is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not there yet with my confidence. Uh, I know, shocker. Bud, <laughs> La- Bud lacks somewhere in confidence. I'm not there to get in. The, get in bed in the dra- DraftKings world yet. I still like living on the periphery and then sucking off of all this information to make my picks.
1: Uh, for my other leagues,
0: so but what, I would not be in there What soon. he's
1: trying to say is he likes to use me to make money. That's what Basically. he's trying to say. Yes. Yeah, isn't that what we're here for? All right, so get <laughs> after it,
0: 10K and above. Uh, this yes, is another yes week. let's get into this, it. Is, this is another week where we see some Texans up there for obvious reasons. You pointed it out earlier, Colonial Classic Track. All these kids grew up wanting to play it or probably playing it in junior tournaments, high school tournaments, amateur tournaments, and we've got an, a familiar name. Scotty Scheffler sitting at the top. At 11-2, coming off of a missed cut. Yeah. What are your th- What are your thoughts in this 10K and above range? I mean, I can tell you right now, for me personally, there is one name that I'm willing to push my chips in on this, and it is it does not rhyme with Fleffler.
1: <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to go ahead and take a guess right now, because I'm pretty sure if I know you right, <laughs> you're, you're going to go with Mr. Colin Morikawa here. Close. Am I correct?
0: Close. I would say I'm going with the, with the, um, not wannabe, but the soon to be Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland. That, that'd be my 10K and above guy if you could. If people, forget, people forget that he's an Oklahoma State kid. He won the U.S. Yes. Amateur. He's won a couple times on the DP World Tour. He hasn't played well, in, you know, in the last, you know, recently. He hasn't flashed very much here in the States. But this is one of those weeks where he did not perform well last week. Um, He is good enough to switch it back on and go, wait a minute. I'm, you know, I, I am this guy. I know colonial. I know this area. I like him at this price point uh, and his performance probably going to be chalky. Everybody at 10 K and above is going to be chalky, but Uh, yeah, he's the
1: second chalkiest person projected 16.8%.
0: And, but for, for reasons I just stated, and you know, sometimes you got to eat some chalk. If I had to, and I think I might have to this week, um, because I like a low 10 K guy and I like a nine K guy because when we get to the seven K range, there's a name that I'm going to bring back that you're going to like. All right. So, um, so, 10K so here, above.
1: here's, so here's why I am not playing Victor Hovland in the attack. that's what I above. want to, I want to know because his putting has been brutal, not only this year, but on comparable courses, he's not putting, he's just not playing well right now when it comes to putting, he's not. Finishing these holes off well, sure. Is he still a great ball striker? Is he still a great approacher? Yes, but is it for at that price for ten k and above to take the chance that maybe he puts it together this week where he finds the the putting stick and, and puts some balls in the hole? It's a massive risk and it could pay off. But between his price and between his ownership at over sixteen percent, no, thank you. That is. There's is there no, anybody up- no benefit for that risk in my in my opinion?
0: A, I appreciate. By the way, I appreciate that you acknowledge that. Yes, it could just snap this week. I get that. He's and the that's, type of player where it could 100. He's that exactly. So that, that and so I get. So, is there anybody up there that you do like in the 10K and above
1: range? Uh, there is, uh, and I'm going to go back to one of my favorite players of all time. But I'm going to go back to Jordan Spieth, who's just playing good right now. Winning the RBC, second at the AT&T, he did fell off, fall off a little bit uh, this pack, past week at the PGA uh, compared to how he started, finishing in 34th. But this is the type of course he has so, so much say, history. At this horse course. for courses, horse for course. Jordan Spieth is that guy for me. And when you're talking about uh, comparing the price tags, so you know, let's let's compare him to a Morikawa who's three hundred dollars more and a Victor Hovland who's four hundred dollars less. What I see there is I see Jordan Spieth gaining 27 uh, strokes gained total uh, in his past four tournaments, and that includes a miscut back at the Masters when he did not make the cut. His past three tournaments, and and then including the Masters with the miscut, he's still gaining 27 shots. He's on fire right now, and he's at a place he's comfortable with at the Colonial uh, in Texas. Jordan Spieth is my guy there, especially when you're going to get him at, uh, for what I believe is a discount in ownership. Uh, so not a big deal. He's actually, I'm sorry, I am way off. He's the most owned person. But if I'm going to pay up, I'd rather pay 19% for Spieth at ownership than pay 16% for, um, for what's his name, Hovland, who's not playing well I, will,
0: right I will. I will cede you that $400 value is exactly the value in the difference in current form. I think, I think it's, I think yeah. it's appropriate. Cause like you just I, said, I think it's very if fair. The put, if the, if the putter comes, then Hovland's up there. If he's yeah. another ho-hum in, in Spieth's hum. And I like that. I noticed that neither one of us, first of all, I think there's the, there's always the, the major hangover for JT. You know, you just want a major. Correct. He's yeah. on, he's on scholarship this week. At, a, at, is a, at 11
1: grand, is just too much to consider. That's well, way too much. A factor. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah.
0: More cow is not playing great. And I got to see him do something first. Yep. Um, uh and, and with Will Zalatoris. That's the thing though that I do. I could this is the dumb shit that can happen, right? Will turns around and gets his first win this week. And I, I like the he bounced back. Yeah, you know, but I, I, I'm I'm sticking to my guns mostly because I'm a Victor guy. Uh Victor Victor. So cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. See it, see you, see you next week. Nine K. Nine K and above. I want you to go first because I kinda I kind of Tickled where I was going. You take the talking stick at nine k.
1: So here at nine k, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to an often forgotten Texas native, and Abraham answer, uh, coming in at 8.4 strokes gain total. Uh, he finished ninth at the PGA last week. He had he's made the cut in his last uh, three straight tournaments. And then when you're talking about tournament history here, he's got uh, the past two years he's finished top 20. Uh, I'm going to take that. He he's obviously comfortable with this course. Uh he he's a he's a good driver. He he's good with the approach and he's a and he's a good putter as well. So I'm gonna take Amber Abraham Answer this week, who has been a bit of a disappointment for people so far when they have played him, because he hasn't showed up in courses he has played. Looks like we're gonna be able to get him at around thirteen percent ownership, maybe a little bit more, depending on the tournament that you're in. Uh but Abraham Answer at nine, I think he's what, ninety three hundred, I believe he is. Uh ninety yep. three hundred. I'm willing to pay that price right there for Abraham Answer.
0: Okay. I like it. I dig it. I can get behind it. I don't mind that at all. Um, I kind of feel like eating some chalk this week, obviously, with Victor, and that means I'm going to eat a chalk burger with Mr. Daniel and take him because I'm going to run the analytics this week and trust it. And in our mixed conditions model and what you've got going, I mean, he's number one in our rank. You know, strokes gained approach, sixth. Uh, drives sorry, good drives gained, like we were talking about earlier, getting the ball in play, not just in play, but in position in play. And he's eighth there, strokes gained, putting 15th. Um, Daniel Berger is you remember, I think he won, uh, what did he win? Not Colonial last year, maybe it was Memorial. Um, yeah, he won, he he won, he won Memorial maybe last year, anyways. He strikes me as
1: that guy that, uh, so no, he, he won, he won the Colonial in 2020.
0: Thank you, because I've yeah, seen him did. put
1: on. I've seen him put on this jacket before. Yes, uh,
0: and so I was getting the I was getting like red sweaters and jackets mixed up. But anyways, Daniel Berger, give him to me all day for that reason. Former winner, I, and I think he's the tier of player. He's almost like a Steve Stricker type. Where I don't know if he's ever actually going to win a win a major. He might not. I mean, he might I, just win. He I might think I've reached the point
1: where I don't think he will. I honestly don't yeah, think
0: he does. He might win, he might win 18-20 tournaments and do way more with his golf career than I ever will. Uh not true. I've got a mass mass am qualifier coming up June 1st. I'll keep you all posted. It's an Ipswich 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 Country Club. But Daniel Berger, feed, feed me some burger. I'm fading everybody else in the 9K for totally, totally um, immature reasons. Sam Burns, <laughs> uh just because Johnny come I you know, that's, I just Sam Burns I is going to be too.
1: Choc- he's going to be too chalky this week for his price tag. That's uh that's one hundred percent. A ten percent. I I hope my set. friends
0: are tuning in right now to be like, this is the shit. This is why we should tune in. Like, this is why he's winning. Yes, this is why I am winning because yeah. I am listening to this guy that I am talking to and looking at really smart things. I don't actually know. I am the home life guy. <laughs> that's what I am saying. Daniel Berger, the spotlight. This is his spotlight. This is his. He's a he's a solid. Solid opener for a huge headliner, but he's not the he's not the first opener. He's like the third opener before the big headliner. That's that's yes. Daniel
1: Berger, and I'm and I'm here for that this week. Um, so I want to quickly anything hit more on the nine s- K? Yeah, so I want to quickly hit on someone that Do I'm it. gonna personally be fading in the nine K range that I think is gonna be popular. Looks like right now he's projected at around 13, 14 ownership. Let's let's spread um, the hate. Who is it? let's <laughs> we'll spread the hate i love that that's uh, not at all what i do but 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 a, a personal favorite golfer of mine and max Homa. i think at 9400 so i love him too but at 9400 dollars and 13 percent ownership or higher look he's had great form recently he finished 13th last week he finished, he won the wells fargo a couple weeks ago um so he's in great form but when it comes to this course Uh, He missed the cut in 2020, didn't play last year, uh, finished 27th of 2019. And look, when it comes to the par 4s that are going to be key on this course and the putting, he just doesn't have it. He's in the bottom half of the field when it comes to par 4s for the proximity we're looking at and both putting uh, on the season as total and on correlating courses. Max Homer is just not snapping for me. So at that price point and at that ownership, I am off of Max Homer this week.
0: Can I please add a little to your uh, Max Hollowell yes. soliloquy
1: there? Go for it. A,
0: a personal fan favorite. Now he's a leader in the clubhouse for the Pip this year. He's taken. It I in love a, him. In the, I think he's taken it in the direction it was meant to take. Listen, I think Phil and Tiger, like Tiger, won the first Pip for reasons everybody knows. He he moves yes. the needle. He is the fucking needle. Yes. Phil came in a close second because Phil performed and kind of lived out the stereotype of what we thought the PIP was going to be. Max Holm is putting out some really good content that is engaging. It's true. It's
1: authentic. It's cheeky. He is the most interactive person on tour right now when it comes to reaching out to the fans. There are people who have reached out to him and said, hey, can I play a round of 18 with you? And he says yes, and he follows up with it. And he plays a round of 18 with them. Look, there's nobody on tour who's doing what Max Holm is doing when it comes to fan interaction and that's he's, why I listen,
0: love we're the East coast. We're the East coast, Max Homa fan club. We're not the, that's yes. not, that's not our only player. Don't remember. We are the, no, no,
1: no. I.
0: we're the, it's we're the, the founding charter club. <laughs> that's right. We have all, all sorts of favorite players, but back to Max Homa real quick. I agree with you in the sense that I don't think he's going to win this week. And I think it's for, yeah. for me, you know, me, I'm all about strokes gained home life. He's yes. a California He's a California kid. We're in Texas. I'm going to be that. I am going to be that. Yep. Uh, shallow about it, but I will say we're not we're not we're not playing on poa. Uh, you know we're talking about low, fast, and it's not like he can't flight the ball and putt. But again, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna swallow some chalk this week and assume that um, Mr. Victor Hovland's gonna get it done. But D burger for the other reasons I stated. All right, let's keep on going down
1: the line. Yeah, let's, will you let's do me a the, favor and take the talking here. Yeah, we're, we're, run, we're slowly running out of time here, so let's hit the AK range really fast, because there's one uh, particular guy I want to talk about here in the 8 AK, AK range who has the name Pedigree, uh, who has shown out in the past, who's been a bit quiet in the last year or two, uh, but... The season so far has quietly been putting together a pretty good form uh, run of tournaments here. So over his last uh, four tournament appearances, he's got 26 total strokes gained, including a fifth-place finish last week at the PGA Championship, and that's Mr. Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, he, he comes in uh, third, uh, third ranked in the field when it comes to par fours between 400 and 450, and he's a phenomenal putter. Uh, especially in correlating courses, and when it comes to his approach game, Mr. Tommy Fleetwood brings it in at 8,800, even at 13% projected ownership. I'm going to be mixing Tommy Fleetwood into my lineups quite a bit this week because I think he's someone that – even at the projected thirteen percent ownership, I actually expect. In most cases, I expect that to go up from the projected ownership. I kind of expect Tommy Fleetwood's projected ownership to be a little bit lower than what it is right now because I feel like a lot of people have forgotten about him over the last few weeks. Uh, and at, forget the last few weeks. Over the last year, he Tommy Fleet was one of those guys that. Like two years ago, was one of the hottest players in golf that that golf that everyone was comparing to it. Like you know, at the time when Henrik Stenson was going crazy and winning like you know five out of seven tournaments, whatever he he was going nuts. Tommy Fleetwood was going nuts at the same time, and people are, what are you talking Fairway Jesus. Yeah, people seem to be forgetting about Tommy Fleetwood. He is a bona fide stud professional golfer, and i I look for him to have a bounce back week this week.
0: I'll do my quick hit on the eight K range because I agree with you on Tommy Fleetwood. Uh and, and what you're what you're getting at is all the reasons that we love him and remember him. And I'm gonna take yes. it a step further and say he he's hungry for a different reason. People forget he doesn't have his tour card right now. Everything he's playing yeah. on is for some sort of exemption, invitation. Uh Euro you know, tour something or that, whatever, yeah. Right. So he he you know, he's over here in the States. Maybe I, I don't even know how he qualified for colonial. Maybe it was a top whatever finish, maybe it was well, for the
1: so it has to nope. be so. Actually, no, because he hasn't played here in the last three years. So that's my point.
0: Well, I mean, I'm saying there's some something out there got him in it, and I think he is definitely a guy that I like at 8,800. Even um, everybody else, I mean, you could get me on the Goocher. I love me some Gooch. I love Webb Simpson as well. I think he matches up his. He's 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 high on our model, and he's also a lot of greens. Yep. Um, I just laughed when I saw Bryson's name out there, and then Bubba Bubba withdrew. Jason Kokrak, don't sleep on a former champ,
1: right? Like it, I, I, you know, I love me some some Jason Kokrak. He's and if you, 8K, if you need something in
0: the eight K, if you need something in the eight K range that's not as chalky as what we're going after, look for Jason Kokrak because even as even as a past champion, yep. he's going to be in the single digits. So eight K has got some value in there, but I think it is limited to maybe two or three players.
1: Um, well, J- Jason Kokrak has three top forties uh three out of his four uh, tournaments. He won this tournament last year. He finished third of the year before that. So he's and the got only the reason I'd say shy away,
0: right? And the only reason I say shy away is because I mentioned earlier, like nobody's repeated since Hogan, and yes. I don't know, maybe Tiger did it. I don't fucking know. But, uh, but he, seven, you don't
1: even. But at, uh, So right now he's projected less than ten percent ownership. At less than ten percent ownership, you don't even need him to win. At that no. projected ownership and at, at, at his ceiling of even finishing top ten, which is very realistic for him considering his sure. history here, that that's massive value. Like that, that's a guy that you need on your team. Because what is his price? His price is what, like eighty eight hundred something like that. What's eighty two eighty two hundred? You kidding me? Like that, that's a, that's, <laughs> no, I'm not. Jason Kokrak, considering his upside right now, is is a massive steal in that eight Did games. I just
0: open your eyes when I just brought Jason Kokrak back to the f- forefront a little bit? You did because you
1: know what I looked at him when I was doing my research and I kind of forgot about him because I got excited about other guys and then when you talked about him, I remembered why. Oh, I you had always originally get excited started about other guys,
0: um, but <laughs> Look, but again, I guess think... when
1: it comes to you, you're my number one, my man.
0: Oh, I love you too, <laughs> boo. I love you, but we were, but the uh, the thing about him is I went back to the whole. He's, nobody's going to repeat, but you're right. Yes. You don't need him to repeat. You don't. Um, no, you don't. At that you price, just need...
1: look, if he was priced in the 9K range, yeah, you need him to repeat. But at 8,200, he doesn't need to repeat. He just needs to finish top 20 at that point.
0: And and, and so let's let's go down real quick because I'm, I'm chomping at the bit.
1: Yeah, yeah let's get it's... down to some of our value places. We are running out of time. So hit me, hit me with what you got that you're chomping at.
0: Listen, you know I love David Lipsky all day, every day. Him and Aaron Man, Rye when this they is like sh-
1: five, five weeks in a row with David Lipsky. I'm not picking. I'm not picking. I'm not. I'm not
0: picking. I'm not picking them this week. But Lipsky and Rye, keep an eye on them. Um, I'm actually going to go further down, and this is straight up from the numbers that you ran, and it's Brendan Todd kind of week. It, yes, you know, you, you heard me you. up top. You heard me up top talking about Victor Hovland, Daniel Berger, Tommy Fleetwood taking top. You know, guys from the top of those tiers, yep. and so you got to free up some capital somewhere, and that's where you can go down to the bottom of the seven K range and find Brendan Todd, who is a very consistent. You named it at the beginning of the the, the podcast. Keep the ball in play, and yes.
1: that's what he does. He's
0: not. He's not long. He's not outstanding at anything. He's just really effing good at getting it from the tee into the cup mm-hmm. and not making mistakes. And so if he makes a handful of birdies and makes the cut, that's all you need at 7K. All you need Brendan Todd to do is make the weekend and break even.
1: Which is very realistic considering he finished eighth year last year. I know he's not in the greatest form right now when you look at his recent tournaments, but this is one of those situations where because of Todd's style of, uh, of play, this is one of those courses where I think I put a lot of his recent form aside and say this is the course that he comes back to and feels comfortable with, and, and returns to his his true form of golf that has made him a professional. And the, yeah, Brennan the Colonial is a confidence builder for him. Yeah, and a seven K for Brendan Todd that that could be a massive hit, you know, a massive gain for you. Uh, someone that I uh, specifically want to hit on in the seven K range because I know we're running out of time right now. But someone that I think a lot of people aren't going to play. And is a name that a lot of people know if you watch golf. I'm gonna give Did you. Did you say? Hold six on, real quick.
0: Your audio cut out.
1: Are or okay. are not? Are, are not gonna play. He's projected. All right, less so who are a lot of people not gonna play that they should so, go? So projected less than six percent ownership right now, but a very popular name if you know golf over the last like 20 years. I'm gonna give you a chance to guess before I say it.
0: Stewart Sink.
1: Yes, Stewart fucking Sink. Well, Stewart he was. Sink. I mean, look where he was Every, last
0: week finishing.
1: Every now and then, Stuart Sink shows up to one of these tournaments, and uh, he doesn't win it. He doesn't ball out, so to speak. But he Fun shows up, to. he makes the cut, and he finishes top twenty. And he's, he's always going to be a T twenty guy for the
0: next twenty ex- years.
1: Ex- exactly, he's always going to be priced less than seventy five hundred. And, and this week, price is seventy one hundred, and at an ownership projected less than six percent right now and look he's in great recent form he finished 23rd last week he finished nine at the wells fargo he's playing uh, good golf right now and this is the type of course that fits his style of golf which is why i like Stuart sink as my main value play at 7100 this week
0: i'll endorse Stuart sink or as tiger calls him kitchen i'll, I'll endorse <laughs> that at 7100 and like for the reasons you just said He is when he was when his actually I'm not gonna say when he was in his prime, but his pinnacle time, the colonial was the freaking colonial. So yeah, he's one of those players that that he remembers it for what
1: he remembers it for what it was, which means he's gonna show up playing it like it was.
0: (laughs) I had to do a double take and actually how about this looking at the clock, I'm gonna do my double take, recap, and then pass the talking stick to you and walk away. First and foremost, as always, shouts and thank you to In the Clutch Belly Up Media for allowing me to come on your airwaves. And don't forget to pipe it while you're out there. First, seriously, thank you all to Piper. Piper Gold treated me well. 73, four yes. birdies. It gets it done. Piper um, dot but,
1: golf. Don't get that wrong. Piper dot golf. Go on. Piper dot golf. Div piv d
0: i v p i v d i v p i v promo code. Stuart sink the kitchen. When I saw him putting out, when JT was doing his thing, I was I I, compl- I was like, what? Yes. The-? Sunday at five forty five on a major. And there, Stuart sink finishing his round. Every, it's like, and that's what I mean. Every now
1: and then, Stuart sink just says, "I'm gonna fucking show up and remind people I'm here."
0: So, and speaking of where we're going to be, another reminder that, yeah, if you're not doing anything third round of the U.S. Open, meet us us up at the clubhouse at Middleton. Uh, Tell them that Divots and Pivots and Bud and Andrew sent you. And back to you in the studio, man. Have fun this weekend. Good luck with the Colonial. And uh, as always, be safe out there.
1: Yeah, and a little teaser, maybe in the near future there will be some – Back to you in the studio, merchandise that you can like, uh, you can purchase if you have enjoyed Bud's uh, commentary. Uh, <laughs> trying to trying to shut himself up, which has become a regular <laughs> on the show, uh, by saying "Back to you in the studio." Check it out uh, in the clutch apparel. Piper Golf, uh, like I said, piper.golf is the website you want to go to. You take their uh, golf golf ball quiz, you find out exactly which golf ball they have. Fits your game right. Uh, they have apparel as well. Uh, Pins and Aces has some fantastic uh, uh, accessories for your golf bag, uh, including their uh, their beer sleeve, which holds seven beers that fits right into your golf bag. Uh, sells, sells out very quickly, so get on their Pins and Aces. Find their, their beer sleeve and order that. But as always, like I said, June 18th, come meet us in Middleton, Massachusetts, if you are local, at The Clubhouse. We would love to meet you guys and have a good time with you guys. This is the Charles Schwab Classic this week, a.k.a. the Colonial. Let's fucking get it right. Uh, And we're in for a, a nice little major hangover here. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week.